You are listening to Elvis Preslin on First Take SA on SAFM. It is now 5.34. The Minority Front has encouraged registered voters to vote with their heads during the upcoming local government elections on November the 1st. The party, formed back in 1993, has been in existence for 28 years now, although its base remains within the Indian community in areas such as Chatsworth and Phoenix in KwaZulu-Natal. The party leader, Shamin Takur Rajbanzi, the wife of the former leader, Amachand Rajbanzi, who passed on back in 2011 at the age of 69, says policies such as affirmative action needs to be inclusive of minority groups. Shakur Rajbanzi adds that the power for change is now in the hands of the voters. We're a grassroots party, so we know what the people's problems are. We need to fix aging infrastructure. We need capital budgets for, uh, you know, uh, clearing the backlog in aging uh, infrastructure in the municipalities. We need to worry about the climate change response of the municipalities. That means the water and the lights issue, renewable green energy and that economy and how it can flourish and create local jobs. And we have enough talented youth in our province, but they are sitting jobless and yet local government is one sphere of government that can provide a lot of employment so we need to get co- uh, rid of the corrupt uh, you know leadership and and officials in the municipalities for this of course we need to speed up the investigation so there's a lot of job for the new councillors uh, come the 1st of November uh, 2021 and I really want people to go out there vote in their numbers vote with their feet but vote with their head this time and get rid of corrupt uh, you know, uh, uh, municipal councillors and, and, and actually just show that the power now is in the hands of the voters because we want uh, good public transport investment. We want safer cities. We want pink transport for women. Women need to be safe in our cities. But more than that, we need to beef up the war rooms. We need to beef up the community policing forums and neighbourhood watches because people are just not safe in our cities anymore. Well, there you heard it. That, uh, of course, is the Minority Front leader, Shamin Shakur Rajbanzi, speaking during the party's manifesto launch in Verulam, north of Durban in KwaZulu-Natal. She now joins us on the line. A very warm welcome. Thank you for joining us on today's election forum on SAFM. Thank you very much, and... um Good morning to the listeners. Ma'am, now many may be surprised at the long life that the Minority Front has had in South African politics. Can you share a brief history on how the party was formed and what has been its objectives over the past 28 years? Well, uh, you know, uh, there's a saying that uh, cat has nine lives. <laughs> and, uh, you know, our late leader, Mr. Amitran Rajbanti, uh, was known as the Bengal Tiger. And the media actually gave him this, uh, uh, you know, uh, name. But um, uh, yes, our, our party was formed in 1993 uh, by Mr. Raj and uh, it has lasted 28 years. Uh, he had passed on in uh, 2011, so it's uh, basically, uh, you know, exactly 10 years now. Uh, uh, however, when when he formed this party, it was during the political uh, transition. And uh, Mr. Rajvansi had known that, you know, South African minorities uh, needed to be handheld 
during the uh, uh, initial stages of democracy until they became fully integrated. And uh, uh, they needed to be the watchdog of uh, people. Uh, so that uh, uh, the thing is that, you know, we could be taken good care of uh, in, 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 in the democratic uh, dissertation. And, uh, of course, this way continues uh, today. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at your election manifesto. Your 10-point manifesto speaks of going back to basics. Or ba- ba- what, what promises are you then making to the electorate with regards to service delivery issues at local level? You see, um, the going back to basics is actually what the everyday needs of the ratepayers are. And uh, local government, uh, we all know, is closest to the people. And uh, the representatives are elected directly uh, by people in their wards, people who live in the area. They know what the needs of the people are. And these are simple things, like just their lights, their street lights, or even the lights in their home, uh, their water, their rates, the the billing system, uh, whether it's aging infrastructure or new infrastructure, how do you capital budget for that? And and councils need to consult with the people. Uh, you, You know, you look at what, is the, uh, what are the risks in the community? Well, uh, the first thing that a council does is basically a needs analysis in the community. And then you go with that kind of demand to the council. You sit in the different committees in the council, you make sure you vote for those particular things for your ward. So it's, it's as, as close to the people as possible. And if you're not going to get the best people in there, people who, uh, you know, uh, know exactly what the community needs and who are continuously communicating and giving feedback to the community as to what are the major decisions taking place in the council, even bringing, uh, you know, um, uh, senior leadership from the council to their community halls, engaging with the community continuously, you're not going to get development at local government level uh, with the rate that we are going at. Now, when you say that voters should vote with their heads this time around, what do you mean? You see, generally, uh, there's a lot of puffing uh, in terms of uh, populism and all kinds of things that goes on during campaigning. And, of course, each party comes up with slogans and and, uh, all kinds of methods and strategies in order to get the voter uh, out there to vote for them. But the thing is that uh, for a long time now, uh, the big parties especially, they have used and they've had the muscle power, uh, you know, to strategize exactly how uh, to uh, speak to the emotions of voters. And, and of course, voters have believed uh, these things. It's like the way you advertise and, you know, you get somebody to quickly buy into uh, whatever you are promising, etc. But at this time, you know, with so much of experience that voters have about what uh, 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 what promises have been made, whether these have been kept or not. I mean, it's time now. Voters actually said uh, that, you know, we are not going to uh, fall for any kind of false promise. We are going to now vote with our head. We are going to vote for what we need and not what you need from us, because uh, that's the only time uh, politicians are going to come to us. And I think that that's the type of sensible decision-making that the voter today has to make. And they have to make the right choices, because I, uh, I have said on many platforms that this election is a dual-die election, and the next one is going to be 2024. If people 
now, after so many years of democracy, uh, do not understand that they've been given a raw deal in so many aspects. I mean, there's a lot of good things that have happened. Mm -hmm. But currently, we can see the situation. It's not getting any better. And therefore, people now have to decide correctly, which is the party that I must really put my vote in. This is an investment for five years. What do I want to see in the five years change in my life? We are speaking to the Minority Front leader, Shamin Shakur Rajbanzi, and you can join in on the conversation on today's election forum. We'll take a break and we'll be right back after that. Has the validity of your driver's license card expired? Are you looking for a booking slot in Gauteng? You can now request a slot on online.natus.gov.za. You can also use the following email addresses. Request a slot at gauteng.gov.za or request a slot at rtmc.co.za. Type the words request a slot, press send and follow the instructions thereafter. You'll be allocated a booking slot within 30 days. This message is brought to you by the Gauteng Department of Roads and Transport. Growing Gauteng through smart mobility. Ordinary contestants are pitted against celebrities for a chance at a 10,000 rand jackpot. The contestant's goal is to beat the celeb at each game. Presented by well-rounded, hilariously funny and relatable comedian Alfred Adrian. Every episode will have two contestants race each other up the tower in a quest to be the first to reach the top. Don't miss your favorite celebrities, Anne Hirsch, Denver Frachum, Kurt Darren and many more. The cherry awaits the conqueror at the top of the tower. Many more game shows for you on SABC2 with Klopp Dickensenar. Every Thursday at 7, you belong. First Take SA, 5 to 6 a.m. What is your assessment of the Minority Front as a political party of choice in the upcoming local government elections? That is the question we pose to you. Let me take a look at what you're telling me. Dennis Monele and Elamin Vatrafal says, Apshini Maeli, why is the Minority Party seeking to support Indian interests only? Why discriminate against other South African groups, as the name suggests? Who is funding the minority party in their electioneering campaigns and why focus in KZN only, as you have many Indians in Louis Trichard? So says Dennis Malela and Elam in Waterfall, and you're also sending me some voice notes. Good morning, my Ail. You are speaking to Elfas Noboyen was Natal. Mr. Panzi, the name of your party is Minority Front. So does it mean that it only um, represents the interests of the minority groups as a black man? Am I not allowed to vote for your party? Secondly, what's your stance on what happened uh, during the July insurrection in Phoenix? Thank you very much, my Ailey. Enjoy your day. Well, you had two questions there, Ms. Rajbanzi. What, uh, what is your take? Uh, well, I think the first one was about the name of our party. And as I said, it was formed in 1993. Uh, at that time, uh, Mr. Advancy, you, you, we came from apartheid, and, uh, you know, we were already grouped into uh, different race groups, even today. Uh, and, and I think Mr. Advancy was a visionary when he formed the party, because today nothing's really changed, because every piece of legislation in our country is race-based. And 
you know that minority communities uh, have to deal with challenges of quotas, affirmative action, etc. So, uh, therefore, this party was really uh, formed to, 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 to take on those kinds of challenges. And we have been voicing our opinion about that as time has been going by. So we have our work cut out. Now, when it comes to minority, this is about numbers. It doesn't mean that it's only about a minority Indian community or white community or colored community. No. The, the way integration is going, and if people understand the fluid dynamics on, uh, you know, uh, integration and social cohesion and nation building, all the big things that our government wants to achieve, you will see why this uh, party really does need to exist. You will see in a second example, the former Indian area. When we get uh, the black community coming in and info housing coming, etc., now the black African people actually become sort of a minority in a, in a predominantly Indian area. I'm just giving you an example. When, when, when that happens, and this can happen anywhere else, it can happen with Indians living maybe in a former white area or, or colored or black area, it's like that. Now, the dynamics are, are, are there. The numbers dynamics are there. And, and those people, those individuals become a minority in a particular community. For us, it's very important that nobody gets discriminated. Um, and, 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 and this is the job that we have. So, like yesterday, I'll give you an example. When, when architects came to see me, they were from the black African community, they were from the Indian community, and the issue is that, uh, uh, they had an issue with the council, with the, with the Itikani municipality. They became a minority uh, voice in that community, uh, in, in, that, uh, in, in the Itikani municipality, because they're not being heard. No, but they come to me, and they were from all race groups. So they understand the importance of the minority front. So it's not about being discriminated. Yes, uh, maybe in a positive way, where you discriminate and you say that, I, my voice is being pushed out, so let me go to the minority front because we know that the, that the minority front looks at minority rights as human rights, and, and that's the philosophy of our party. For the, uh, the other one about the violence uh, in, 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 in July, let me be very clear that the minority front on every platform has condemned the killing of people. I mean, 337 people have died in our country. And my opinion of that was that it's the same like what our president has said. He said that it was a failed insurrection. Now, that is a problem in our country. Uh, you will look at what happened yesterday, you know, the, um, uh, the, 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 the Minister of um, uh, Defense being held hostage. Uh, now, the thing is that these are things that are ongoing in our country, and it doesn't look like it's going to subside. I don't think the violence has really ended in July, and, or, and, and it's going to take some time for that to settle down. So uh, I think that uh, my own opinion of this, the violence in, in general was that it's a failed insurrection, that we're a country under threat. Uh, we do have an intelligence uh, problem in our country, and, 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 and we do need uh, transparency from the government as to exactly what our situation is, what the challenges are of the government, because the violence uh, was insidious. It, 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 it hurt a lot of people. It hurt a lot of communities, and uh, the Phoenix community was one of them that was, 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 uh, was picked on, and I think very unfairly it was, it was really a propaganda because 
It is just trying to, uh, you know, uh, move away the blame uh, and make somebody a scapegoat. Yet we know it was a failed insurrection. We know that our country was under threat, our constitution was under threat. And I think that uh, we are a country that's really, uh, you know, uh, sitting on some ice currently uh, with the violence that has uh, recently occurred. It's as simple as that. But uh, for myself, I am uh, using every platform to make sure that we investigate, you know, who were the real instigators behind this, because I believe it's a very real threat uh, to uh, the stability of our country. Following the violence, you've seen the controversial DA posters in Phoenix. Considering the racial tensions that may still exist in the area, what do you think has been missing from that rhetoric around the Phoenix murders? Well, I think that uh, the uh, most important thing is that uh, we got the Honorable President, we got the uh, Minister of Safety and Security that uh, made it quite uh, clear that, you know, Indian people are not racist. But what we need uh, is is more action from our own uh, provincial uh, uh, cabinet. That means that from our uh, premier down where, you know, uh, more effort has to be made to go into the community, to build social cohesion uh, between the, 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 the uh, surrounding communities of Zalisha and Amati, etc., and, and, and get more programs, social cohesion programs going, uh, more uh, engagement uh, amongst the community. But also, you know, uh, there are uh, 12 people that are sitting in restful prisons. And, uh, of the, uh, and and they've been going through uh, a lot of hell because uh, their cases are not being heard. Now, that is uh, causing a lot of tension in the community uh, currently. And uh, I, I just uh, heard uh, recently uh, that they, they have a lot of uh, problems that they are facing in the prison, uh, yet we are seeing that other cases are being heard quickly, but this one is not being heard. Hmm. And I think that this is very unfair. These people need justice. Because, you know, we need closure. And the only way we can have closure is if they have quick movement on that. You're having uh, these people that are incarcerated, but then you have a whole lot of other people that investigations are still going on, people who were implicated, you know, in those audio clips and and, and, and videos, etc. Now, I've asked in Parliament that that must be uh, speeded up because the thing is that we need closure on that. Thank you so much. Shameen Shakur Rajbanji, we're in conversation with the Minority Front Leader. You can join in on the conversation. Conversation. You are listening to Elvis Preslin on First Take Essay on SAFM. We're in conversation with the Minority Front leader, Shamin Shakur Rajbanzi, and you can join in on the conversation on the WhatsApp line, on the Facebook page, and on the telephone line, 011-714-8999, like Errol in Durban has done. A very good morning to, me, to you, Jumbo Africa, Errol. Jumbo, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay, the Minority Front, yeah, that's, that's the party I would vote for. I mean, they tick all the boxes, Elvis. They fight for minority rights. You know, the leader of the guy who started the party, Mr. Rajbanzi, he was—he lived up to his name as the tiger. He was a powerful leader, strong and de- de- determined. Yeah, that's the party I would vote for. Okay. Thanks, Elvis. Thank you, Errol. And then, Scully, you're also calling from Durban. Good morning to you, Elvis. Thank you for bringing the minority front. Uh, Mrs. Shamin Takul. Uh, I also have the same sentiments. Uh, 
country was called the Tiger of Bengal. He was a real leader. You know, when there were riots and so on, he was the only one brought, you know, the helicopter and 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 made the settlement and so on. And then, um, yeah, I go for the minority front because they see for us. All the luck. All right, Scully in Durban. You can keep them coming as well. On the WhatsApp line, this one coming in from, uh, uh, I don't know, this one is not signed, but it says, Hi, Elvis. The minority party, its members, are racist. They bullies and has no interest in social cohesion. Most Indians here in KZN are underpaying their workers. Security companies and those who are helping them are complaining even before the Phoenix Massacre. On the Twitter handle, Bramoro says, Jumbo Africa, please, why the name the Minority Front instead of the Majority Front or anything else? Is the Minority Front aiming to develop the entire country or only the municipalities that they are contesting? Why aren't they covering the entire country? Happy weekend to the team. So let's get that elephant in the room, that question uh, that's uh, always on people's mind when they talk about the minority front. Uh, Is it, you know, if we look at it, is the notion or the perception that the minority party is an Indian-based party perhaps misplaced? Absolutely not. You see, the issue is that um, when um, uh, democracies came in, uh, we must be very uh, realistic about uh, how parties were formed. Uh, you will see that at that time, uh, different parties like uh, the ANC was predominantly <clears throat> black African, uh, the ISP same, uh, the DP, uh, the well, that time it wasn't the DA, it was the DP. It was predominantly white, same with the NNP. And then, of course, the minority front uh, was predominantly Indian. So uh, uh, initially, because uh, we came from an apartheid system where we were racially categorized, you will see that the uh, voter base, as it were, for every party, that, and those that still are existing today, still remains pictorially the same in the whole makeup or structure. They are predominantly either black African or they are Indian or they are uh, white. And, 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 and so that dynamic um, uh, or demographic is not going to change uh, anytime soon. You know, it's, it's, it's ongoing unless we make a consistent effort to change it. Uh, for example, in this election, I have two black African candidates. So we try, and then every uh, election you will see that the minority front does bring in talent. Uh, we do bring in, uh, and even in the last 2019, we had a white candidate. So the issue is that we are trying, parties try. You look at any list today in the local government uh, election, you will see this predominance of particular race groups. So it's not only about the minority front, it's about every party, and every party has to try and change over the time. And mm-hmm. situationally, it's not always possible. But remember, we are a pretty young democracy in a way. Um, we're 28 years old, and uh, parties are going to change. So, so that realism uh, people have to uh, accept. Uh, I think, what was the other one? No, forget about that one, but because we're running out of time there, ma'am. Yeah. So any parting words to voters which may want to use their vote in a calculated manner? Well, look, uh, you know, the minority front 
is uh, very much alive. We are here. We have always been looking after uh, the, our communities, wherever we are strong, wherever we are present. Uh, we don't have uh, loads of, uh, you know, sponsorships. So obviously we can't fight uh, every municipality unless we get uh, and attract more people in different provinces. But to the people and to the uh, councils in which we are uh, contesting in Sindhuti and Ichikwene, I want to call on the residents to go out in their numbers on polling day, that is Monday, the 1st of November, between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m., and to vote for the minority front on both ballot papers. All right. Thank you so much for your time. That was the leader of the minority front, Shamin Shakur Rajbanzi. So what do you make of all of that? You can continue the conversation on the Facebook page as well as on the Twitter handle. On behalf of the team, Asanda Antami, Stagazello Dlamini, Olabohain Gulwako, Apiwe Anono and Sasanda Jonas, our senior producer, Aubrey Lampofu, technical producer, Dimitri Gutu, our executive producer, Vutsi Lakota. My name is Elvis Preston. We'll see you bright and early. Same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Arrivederci.